0: This is a CJSON podcast, and I am Joop Anderkerk from Maastricht University Medical Center, the Netherlands. I will present our study on urinary-soluble CD163 and disease activity in anchor associated glomerulonephritis. Anker-associated glomerulonephritis is the leading cause of rapidly progressive glomerulonephritis characterized by a relapsing-remitting pattern. Early recognition of relapsing anchor associated glomerulonephritis is important to prevent end-stage kidney disease. However, recognition of a relapse in clinical practice can be challenging. Traditional non-invasive laboratory measures like urinalysis and serum creatinine do not reliably differentiate between active disease and chronic damage. In our study, we examined the urinary soluble CD163, which has been shown to be elevated in several glomerulonephritides, like ANCA associated glomerulonephritis. CD163 is a receptor for the haptoglobin hemoglobin complex, which is present on M2 type macrophages. These M2 type macrophages are believed to be involved in glomerulonephritis and the formation of crescents. Upon activation, these macrophages shed their CD163, which can be measured in urine as urinary-soluble CD163. We identified 95 patients with anchor associated glomerulonephritis with one or more kidney biopsies and concurrently collected 24-hour urine. In total, we were able to include 125 kidney biopsies. Most of the biopsies showing active lesions had increased levels of urinary-soluble CD163, whereas almost all biopsies without signs of active lesions had no urinary-soluble CD163. We subjected all biopsies to a detailed histological assessment to look at the extent of disease activity. We found that urinary-soluble CD163 correlated best with glomerular abnormalities like cellular crescent formation and the presence of fibrinoid necrosis. We confirmed this by staining kidney biopsies for the presence of CD163 positive cells. These cells were present in affected glomeruli showing active anchor associated glomerular nephritis, whereas these cells were absent or scarce in biopsies without active lesions associated with anchor associated glomerulonephritis. In contrast, we did not find a correlation with tubulo-interstitial or vascular abnormalities indicating it's a specific marker for glomerular damage. Since urinary soluble CD163 is not specific for anchor associated glomerulonephritis, it cannot be used to diagnose new-onset Anka-associated glomerulonephritis. However, it may be a promising marker to detect disease activity in suspected relapsing Anka-associated glomerulonephritis. To test this hypothesis, we tested urinary-soluble CD163's performance to recognize relapsing disease in a large cohort of repeated biopsies in patients known with Anka-associated glomerulonephritis. Not only did we find that urinary-soluble CD163's performance to recognize disease activity was excellent, it outperformed conventional markers like acute kidney injury, new-onset hematuria, proteinuria, or a combination of these markers. At the time of stable remission, urinary-soluble CD163 levels were low in these patients. Prospectively collected samples from a small cohort of patients show that urinary-soluble CD163 declines quickly after treatment initiation. This underlines its diverse possibilities in the follow-up of patients with anchor associated glomerulonephritis, ranging from assessing treatment efficacy to recognizing relapsing anchor associated glomerulonephritis. Ideally, large prospective studies should include urinary-soluble CD163 to gain valuable insight in its dynamics over time. I want to close by thanking my co-authors for their valuable contribution.
1: This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology. All rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only